0: Hey, hey, welcome to The Motion Show, episode 32, it seems like. Each time there's a hiatus, it gets a little bit longer, and I apologize for that. But we're in the midst of festival season right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We've played Camp Jam in the Pines, which was a success. And we just played the Apple Farm Music Festival, also a success. I also played um, a biker festival with John Mountain Band, which, if I say so, was another success. But, uh, yeah, man, I was just ripping up some slide with those guys. Had a couple of shows myself, a couple rehearsals. Been working on the records, So, man, it's just been, it's been crazy. And lots of other extracurricular things, too. So, yeah, been just enjoying summer. I hope everybody else is out there is enjoying the summer, enjoying the nice weather. I know we've had some storms lately and stuff like that. But you just got to roll with the storms, man. That's summertime. They come and they go. So just get used to it But anyway yeah things have been good man The music has been top notch man The players that I'm playing with now man It's just we're really starting to gel And uh, yeah man it's it's just I'm having a great time playing with these guys So shout out to those guys And the great thing about being at festivals Is you get to see all these other great acts Um, The blues reincarnation did a gig with them at the 118 Club and then also saw them at Camp Jam. They were killer. Young Cats, Hungry, Blues Trio, The Blues Reincarnation. Check those guys out. Just Google it and you can find them. And uh, I don't even know if they have a record out yet, to be honest. i have to check. But, I mean, I've just seen them live and their live show is killer. Uh, we came up with the group Lowercase Blues. Shout out to those guys. They were at Camp Jam too and their set was was just phenomenal i got to talk with their guitar player and and uh one of the well i guess they're all still the original members um but i talked to the guitar player jake for a while at camp jam and it was just really cool to catch up with him because back when i played with 61 north we would play with those guys all the time in newark and all over the delaware area and uh they man they just they just get better and better. Their bass player, BJ is a monster. So they really just, they hold the trio thing down good. But anyway, it's, it's just an honor to be included with all these bands and making all this great music and meeting each other. And I'm going to be playing a gig with Robert Randolph, uh, this Saturday. So you guys all know my history of playing with Robert at a couple different places. Um, uh, just an inspiration to me in many ways as a human as a songwriter singer guitar player showmanship you name it he's got it in spades so if you've never heard of robert randolph and the family band you're missing out i'll post a song at the end of this um but yeah so anyway i had a good conversation last night with my buddy keith he came over we were talking a little bit about fingerboarding and skateboarding and music and medical marijuana and things like that so we had a really good conversation and just chopped it up for a little bit so i hope you guys really enjoy my conversation with my good buddy keith sickler all right now that i'm done burning myself uh sitting here just smoking a bowl <clears throat> with my main man keith sickler say what's up to the people keith what's going on everybody dank man dank what's here Dank Man of Dank Woods now. Where did that name even come from? All right, so
1: I grew up skateboarding. So there's a guy that's on a company called Heroin Skateboards. Hmm, and his his name is Deer Man of Dark Woods. And uh, I just kind of really loved his skateboarding because he did a lot of stuff with this company called Barrier Cult. Basically just a crew of guys that uh, skated like jersey barriers. Oh, nice. And, like, vertical wall skating, you know? So that yeah, was I cool. Mean,
0: I've been getting back into skateboarding a little bit recently because Buckwheat's been skateboarding a lot and uh, just watching him do some tricks. and just, He's getting good, man. That's he's awesome. starting to get back in the swing of things. And I think what's cool is like he had the first deck. Now he built his second deck. And he's just, he's using the shit out of that. That's awesome. But he doesn't have the best trucks, the best bearings, like everything. No, I mean, like after a
1: while, you just kind of build that stuff up.
0: But I think it's good for him because I think the next board he buys, he's going to go a little more balls to the wall and the trucks and the bearings and everything. So right now, it's kind of like, you know, swinging a baseball bat with a donut on it, you know? It kind yeah, of gets true. you in shape, so when he gets For on sure. something really smooth...
1: Yeah, most definitely.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm stoked about that. But we've been watching a lot of skateboard videos and, like, Instagram shit, Thrasher, and stuff awesome. like that. Actually, yeah. I've
1: been watching a lot of the old 411 stuff. Yeah? And, like, that stuff, like... I want to say they started in, like, 93. And somewhere around there, maybe 92. But, uh... Yeah, like, those guys, every couple of months, would put out another issue, and it was basically just, like, what had happened in the last two months of skateboarding contests and all that. They were, like... That's awesome. They were, like, the thrasher magazine of the video world, I guess you could say.
0: That's cool, dude. And, like, it's so cool to see, um, you know, social media and everything, the way it works now. Can you go let my cat out? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Usually, she wants to be on the podcast, but yeah. apparently, right uh, now, she wants out of the room, so... Have uh, much to say. It's all good though. It's all good. Or maybe it's because we're smoking the room out heavy. <laughs> this room's starting to get kind of smoky, so uh she she might have a problem with that too. Yeah, definitely some heavy medicating going on. Yeah. Um speaking of heavily medicated, um what's what's been new with uh your medical marijuana card and like I know you were telling me even you were getting ready to go for another visit did you go for that visit yet or No I actually have to go uh
1: in the next couple days and uh renew my card it's been almost 2 years since I got it issued so Right I'm going to go back and get it renewed and continue with the program
0: Yeah I mean I think the program's been good I know it's been good for me for because sure. uh um just yeah, and and my whole thing is uh, like there's a football player's name's Chris Long, and he just retired. He was on the Eagles and won a Super Bowl. He's on the Patriots and stuff like that. And he's been talking a lot about how um, he used marijuana while he was in the league, yeah. even though it's you know a banned substance and and you would get he would have got suspended if he got caught. But it was just talking about how you know there's players that eat oxycodone and and painkillers all week long every week and stuff like that how much better it is like for your body because they they experience so much inflammation just from like lifting weights running all that stuff they're tearing muscles and constantly rebuilding and there's so many benefits to to marijuana for that specific purpose, yeah. The science a, lot, behind a, lot, it,
1: a lot of people don't understand the beneficial factors of marijuana, right? Or that, that we have, not... or that
0: we have a cannabinoid system in our body. Exactly, we were born with that. we were born with cannabinoid receptors in our
1: fucking body. Yeah, so it only makes sense, like why we have it. It also helps. I know uh, some weightlifters. I don't know any specific, but there is a decent amount of weightlifters that use it. To help rebuild muscle tissue. Yeah, I mean, and, people, a lot
0: of people don't realize that working out, like lifting weights, you're literally tearing your muscles, for those who don't know. Yeah. You're tearing your muscles and breaking them down and then, you know, that's why you see them eat a lot of protein yeah. or drink protein shakes because the protein helps rebuild the muscle and it for comes sure. back stronger. Yep. So you're literally ripping your muscles up. So, it but a lot of what also is shitty about that is like it's good because you get a lot of that um increases your blood flow but if you get blood coagulating in there and just getting kind of call it up that's what creates like uh, inflammation yeah and creates like soreness and stuff like that and and the cbd and thc in marijuana is huge for that definitely
1: I mean, helps with inflammation for yeah, sure yeah i mean yeah
0: i'm sure you feel it with like your joints and stuff like that you work a lot you know you get up and go to work every day
1: yeah i mean i think it comes from years of skateboarding a lot and pushing around everywhere and now i don't push around as much yeah. I uh basically, you know, it's it's few and far in
0: between that I push really far.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's few and I'm getting older now, so we a little better light.
0: <laughs> We're having trouble lighting the bowl. I keep burning myself. It's not Keith's fault. It's my fault. I think we got it that time. <laughs> yeah, we handled it. But um yeah, man, it's been a little while since I've been on the podcast. I've been uh I don't know. Not gonna lie, I've been in my head a little bit. Been a little depressed. It's just like uh, I don't know. Man, just I, I'm trying to break out of it. Today was a better day. I got some sleep, and sleep, sleep's huge. Yeah, most People definitely. Think sleep is under, under, uh, undervalued or underestimated as far as like how much of a role it can play in your overall health. Because I got a good night's sleep last night, which again, thanks to eating a heavier dosage of gummies. Like last night, I was like, I'm just gonna eat double my dose in gummies and and it knocked me out man put me right to sleep and i slept good and i woke up really refreshed and i was like i want to get up like because normally i'll i'll lay for a little while because i'm going to be in the chair all day it's like Mm -hmm. i don't want to jump in right away but this morning i woke up i was like i just want to get up i want to get up with you know the sun's coming up right now i want to be up and it's crazy how that that can make such a difference. Just getting up and and really like being up for a full day yeah it just completely. makes you feel like less of a piece of shit for sure yeah you gotta just figure out a way to overcome <laughs> overcome the insomnia you ever you ever deal with that cuz I know you can um, be up late sometimes well, but you work a job too so it's yeah. like
1: I mean the reason you know the reason that I have my medical cannabis card is because I got diagnosed with PTSD and a lot of that was you know staying up at night and waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to go back to sleep. Like, that stuff's really, you know, not a joke. And when you start losing sleep over something, it's, you know, it really becomes a problem. And it, Especially it's, when you
0: get to, like, work like you do. Like, luckily I can make my own schedule, and yeah. my gigs are all at night, rehearsals are at night. Like, I can write at night. I'm a little more free. But, like, True. you get it. What time do you got to go to work?
1: I really don't have to be at work till, like, 9 o'clock. But still, so I mean, like, a, that's... Yeah, the everyday 9 to yeah, 5. Yeah, I mean,
0: know? that's a 9 to 5. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's... You, you, to get to work at 9, you gotta wake up, like, 7.30, 8 o'clock at least, if not earlier. Yeah, I usually try to get up around 7. but Yeah, I mean, that's... Got to get the the morning started. You yeah, know. dude, that's so. Like, what's your like? What's your morning routine? Like, you drink coffee or yeah, like?
1: Usually get up, turn the co- uh, coffee pot on, go for a, shower, go for a jog, run, a, run a mile, on, right? Yeah, none of that. That's not you. <laughs> that's not
0: you. You don't <laughs> run a mile in the morning. I will wake up.
1: I'll turn the TV on. I'll make coffee and then I'll get a shower, and then uh smoke a cigarette. Get dressed for work and then out the door, man. <laughs> It's like my everyday,
0: yeah well, it's pretty monotonous, but yeah, know. but you know what dude, like it, I, 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 people th- thrive on routines, you know, yeah. we need our routines, and True. like for me specifically, it's like even though I hate the routine, like I need my routine, I need to eat at certain times, sleep, everything is sure, on routine sure. if my routine's thrown off, dude, it throws my whole system out of whack. yeah, because I take medications at certain times and gotcha. want to chemo and like. Just everything is very regimented regimented out and but it I don't know, dude, it just gets so old and starts to feel like that movie Groundhog's Day. Where you wake up every morning it's the same thing over and over again. What's the I can't remember the song, it's like a share. I got you, babe. That's what it keeps (laughs) every morning the fucking alarm clock comes on. I got you, babe. Gotcha. That's a great movie though. Shout out to Bill Murray. Dude, Bill Murray is low key just uh, one of the fucking. Bill the fucking,
1: a man. There,
0: there's, a, there's actually a documentary I think that just came on Netflix or something about him. But I, what reminded me of him was I was, aside from us talking about Groundhog Day, was I watched this Chris Farley documentary the other day and. Oh uh, yeah. What a fucking G man! Like, gr- yeah. Growing up, I as you know, being a heavy guy. Idolized Biggie Smalls and Chris Farley (laughs) two big guys that made both dudes. Yeah, being big fucking sexy and cool and I I just I miss that dude man and but I love that he just went balls to the wall and it's sad that Maybe he was like a little unhappy and a little depressed but like he people try to tell him don't be like Belushi, man. He burned out and died of drugs. And he was like, so what, man? People fucking love that guy and think he's a legend. And yeah. he was right, dude. And he went out like a fucking legend. And considering all the ways you could fucking die in this world, like, yeah, it sucks, but whatever, man. Like, that guy partied his ass off yeah. and fucking lived yeah, just- intense, dude. That guy was intense. Yeah, without a doubt. I, don't know. <clears throat> maybe, I <laughs> maybe I shouldn't glorify his... He's overdose but well i mean we're not you know what out. i mean we're not yeah. we're not mentally forever and that guy wanted to burn bright and burn out yeah and that's that's pretty much what happened but i don't know man just yeah it's just crazy man it's crazy because
1: we... crazy been... to think about like having a career being famous making everyone laugh and you know that's like robin williams yeah made everybody laugh and you know deep down inside he wasn't happy himself
0: yeah and and you know i honestly get it because there's this there's this thing that happens when you're in entertainment and it's like i know for me like when i go to my shows and it's a big crowd and we play great and the guys are vibing everything's great people want to hang out and everything like that you come home or you go to your hotel room and you're by yourself yeah and all that energy and all those people who are admiring you and and loving your shit and it sounds kind of vain but like when that's gone you just feel super alone especially when you're single and you don't really have somebody and it's kind of hard to be in a relationship and have somebody it's just it's it's delicate man it's
1: definitely a tough situation i mean like i i was in a band like not to any scale where we were like selling out shows and stuff like that but you know, we had a decent following, but yeah, yeah I, I but not even that. It's
0: just like the vibing mean. with the guys too. Like you That's know true, that yeah. that that camaraderie and like the 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 feeling of For sure, it's like the, a family. The, like and a the music's like, and the music's like a high. Yeah, yeah. So you get like that brother that brotherly bond that is like the military or like anything else. You go through shit with these guys. You work on music with these guys. Put your heart and soul into it or whether you're a comedian or an actor, you know, you put your heart and soul in it. Yeah. And you know, then like, I can imagine Chris Cornell playing a sold out show. Everybody wants his autograph, and then he goes back to his hotel room and he's just by himself. Yeah. His family's not there, like no one's there. And he's just like, fuck, this come down sucks. It's like coming down from a drug. It really is, I've experienced it. Yeah. So, you know, I get, I can get why someone like Chris Farley felt lonely. Felt like he had to turn that on when yeah. he left, when he left the house.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely a tough situation too because there's a lot of factors that you don't get to see. You know, as being a fan of somebody's work, you don't really get to see behind the scenes of everything that's going on. Yeah, it's like you know, like with Gooch and the Motion, everything you got going on and the band too, like it's it makes you appreciate everything much more because of the backstory and everything that's you know that's going on
0: yeah i mean it's it's definitely I always think about it like just just having leukemia or just a spinal cord injury or having this unique band that's been you know, successful and getting some notoriety, playing with, like, Leonard Skinner and the Allman Brothers and all these different people, meeting them, and all three of those things, just having one of those things happen to you would be really unusual and weird. Absolutely. But having all those things happen to me is, like, it's almost, it doesn't seem real. It's like I've lived several life... Most of ...lives inside of one life. Yeah. yeah. So, to me, it's just, like and i and i love talking to you about life and everything like that because i feel like you do have an appreciation for life like we've lo- we've lost i mean it just takes one thing to wake you up and once you're Most not to, not to be like i'm woke or some shit like that. <laughs> just, i hate that fucking term but like you know it's kind of like waking up to the matrix you know and realizing that
1: you know that's that's the thing with life you can't no matter what you try to do like You can set goals, you can meet goals, but in between where you're at and where you set the goal at, a bunch of different things can happen before you get to where you really want to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And And
1: it's never been able to be written, you know?
0: Yep, and it's crazy. Like, I just, I'm trying to really be, I'm trying to really get my mind, to get myself out of the funk. I'm just trying to get myself in the mindset of like, do your craft and do your art because you like it and because you love it and you want to yeah. do it. Don't have expectation. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks. Don't worry about Because, like, I don't know, sometimes it's just hard, especially with music for me. It's like it's you're always wanting to put something out or do something, and then no matter how good you do, you either want to keep that level of how good you're doing or you want to exceed it.
1: For sure, absolutely. always.
0: So it's like, I don't know. It's just weird game that you just have to kind of, like I was, I was reading about you know the artist Banksy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading about like some of his art and how it blo- has blown up, and I was also reading about uh, this character from Game of Thrones who blew up, and he all of a sudden was like, I fucking hate this, and <laughs> after he his Game of Thrones character is. Guy who played King Joffrey, or I've never actually watched it. Never watched it. I didn't think I didn't say that. I didn't think (laughs) you had, but anyway, he was this. He was this kid, and he actually played a very hateable character, arguably one of the most hated characters ever. But so maybe that had something to do with it. But he just wanted to get out of it. He hated it. He hated being famous. And there's a lot of people who really don't like, um, not that I'm famous, but just like that small, small, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they just don't want to be me. well
1: known. Yeah. Um, there's like, I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of like the thing with fingerboarding is like people think it's frowned upon, you know, frowned upon to be a finger skateboarder. Right. I just don't think there's enough of it out there for people to think that it's cool. Yeah. You know, like it, the fad died out a long time ago. But, you know, I've been doing yeah, for 22 uh, years, so I've seen it kind of come and go.
0: I just never thought that fingerboarding would get to the level it's at, where, like, I you're mean, literally using boards that are, to scale... Real boards, yeah, and real parks that you guys have built, yeah. And I never in a million years thought you'd be doing the tricks that you guys are pulling with yeah, your we, fucking uh, fingers. I mean, if skateboard, it to me, it's it, it's as pleasing to watch someone do a fingerboard skate video as it is to watch a skateboarding video. For sure. Like especially, to me, it's,
1: especially with the realism. Yeah, and I mean, the slowed down slow there, motion but, shots yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, frown upon fingerboarding, and there's a bunch of people that do it, and it's, you know, it's fun, and when you bring the realism into it, that's when it really becomes something awesome, like you said, it's like, it's like watching a skateboard video.
0: Yeah, dude, it's like, I mean... 'Cause it's the it's the technique it's the technicality. Absolutely. Like you're it's the same technique, it's the same motion, same centrifugal force, yeah. All the same things are involved. Yep. It's just you're doing it with your fingers, which it's you know, it's fucking difficult. <laughs> the danger level, that's the, the danger, only difference. Yeah. The danger yeah. level's not there, which is what makes skateboarding so awesome is that danger level. That danger element is always True. there, you can True. fuck yourself up. But as far as like when you watch somebody bust a super clean like kickflip over a gap or something, yeah. Like it doesn't even have to be like a super technical trick, just like a nice kickflip over yeah, a gap. It
1: styles everything. And man. It's just
0: it's a style. Like I I get that I get that same enjoyment when I watch your fingerboarding videos. Thanks, so like no, I so what's that. been new in the fingerboarding scene right now that you're working on? Um, I know you oh, got to give you a shout out. Go to your what's the what's the Instagram? Dank, Woods. Dank, Dank, Woods. Dank Dank Man of dankwoods. Woods. Man of dankwoods. Man of Dank Woods. D A N K. Thank Man of dankwoods Woods and check out some of his super dope fingerboarding videos. You but have no the, spaces in that. Yeah the board the the bowl you made the pool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I saw that. That came out <laughs> amazing.
1: Thanks, man. Actually, a lot of that was trial and error. Because, um, like, I had built a bunch of ramps before when I was a kid and stuff. And I thought plastic would be kind of like a good substitute for concrete in a swimming pool. Yeah. So, when I built the ball, well, I yeah, just kind of slapped it on there and was like, all right, let's see if this stuff dries. And then it cracked. And then I put some sealer on there and then fixed everything and then went over it again. and. You know, after a couple of layers, it started really working, and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "This is going to be interesting." You know, and then I cut the little light in the back for the, the pool light, so that got that going, and I don't know. It was just like really fun to make something that like looked real.
0: Uh, dude, you nailed it! Like, I was really surprised how real it looked, and uh, I mean, it's legit. I mean, how's it feel as far as riding? It? Is it, it? It's awesome. Is it the it's, stoke you were you it's were expecting? A lot
1: of fun. It's it's about as scary as a real pool. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: It's as scary to drop in on that motherfucker or yeah, what? Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, that deep end's pretty pretty uh, high and tight. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah, for um, sure.
0: Yeah, well, uh, when's your next event? You got an event in the fall, uh, maybe? Or? There's
1: an event coming up for uh, the Zoo Crew. Um, they're doing an event at the Pennsville Public Library Okay. on July 13th okay and then my event which is the pizza shop showdown at Bravo's in uh Salem New Jersey nice that's a, the pizzeria in Salem nice um that's gonna be October 12th and then of course I'll make the journey to rendezvous up in mass um up in Massachusetts but uh yeah it's, it's always fun to get together with the boys and just hang out fingerboard
0: and have fun yeah I mean you get that same just like the band you get that like that bro uh that bro loving, dude. Yeah, nothing wrong with a yeah, little bro know. love. That's that that hot bro love. Nah, but man, there's. I mean, like that camaraderie that that like just it's, you guys are all stoked on the same shit, nerding out. Like yeah. when I get in a room full of guys who know music, yeah, and we're absolutely. all geeking out on yeah. you know, different shit. It's like uh, it's just something special, man. And that's you know that's what we all got to work towards in this world is having a purpose, having something that that brings you. The stoke, as I yeah, um, you, as I refer to it.
1: They say if you enjoy something and you know you you really care about it, and it you know brings you money or brings you happiness, you know you can't ever consider something like that a job.
0: Yeah, you can't put a price so. on it. And honestly, look at video games. Oh, yeah. Look at uh, a lot of other things. There's people that, that are professional video game that's, testers. That's what I mean. Well, I mean, that's, there's there's guys who are literally literally video game players yeah. that make millions yeah, like that guy and Ninja yeah. and like all these different teams and stuff and they're building arenas for this shit now yep. so you never know what not that you do obviously you don't do it for that reason none yeah. of us do what we do for that reason but it's like your enjoyment, do what you love and if you do it well enough and you push it to the limits and, and everything like that you never know what's possible because you know who knows if years from now they're not having straight up like televised fingerboarding events that somehow or like some kind of YouTube channel that broadcasts them in a way that's you know never been done before and all of a sudden people are making like some money off it like you just never know Yeah, I could see that dude I mean you guys are already having some showdowns and like if somebody can get get, I mean the way the way you guys are starting to film these videos is, is pretty fucking awesome
1: yeah, it's it's pretty crazy too, especially when you put like an event together because you kinda go out on a whim and ask companies like, you know, to represent what you're trying to do for the scene. Right. And it's uh, you know, it's it's definitely a little discouraging. To anybody out there if you're trying to put on a fingerboard event, do it. Do Hit it. every company up you possibly can because most of these companies are willing to give back to the scene. Yeah. And if you throw an event yourself, technically you're giving it a chance to give back to the scene. Yeah. So, you know, that's, what's cool, man. That's it's a good community. The reason a good I, community. Yeah. The reason that I started doing the pizza shop showdown was because there wasn't really any other events in New Jersey. Um, the guy that runs, uh, airflow, he, um, is from Pennsylvania, but he had an event in North Jersey and I was like, wow, I was like, this is pretty cool. You know, a couple of kids showed up. It's like barbecue right. atmosphere and stuff. And, uh, it was it was a fun time, and then you know I came back home and I'm sitting around like man I should I should have my own event yeah so I asked a couple people um, shout out to Stack decks too because um, uh, yeah that guy he really gave me uh, you know I asked him if he he gave me great advice I asked him you know how would you throw an event and he's like oh it's pretty simple man just uh, hit up a couple people get them to sponsor your event. And then just pick a date and go to town. It's and awesome. then he asked me to sponsor um, my event out out of like nowhere, you know, out of the blue, wow. and that kind of got me, you know, kind of
0: lit a fire underneath me to get that thing going, man. That's dope, man. That's For really sure. dope. I yeah, I I really enjoy watching the videos, and I'm looking forward to coming out to your event in the fall to pizza place. So yeah, everybody, true. everybody, check out Keith aka dank man of dank woods all one word d-a-n-k-m-a-n-o-v-w-o-o-d-s dank man of dank woods i think i spelled that right good because this shit is of o-f yeah yeah right it's all good
1: Uh, what did i say o-v did i say o-v yeah fucked it's all good yeah shout out to camel pro um those guys Bad. putting on. I'm dying. No, you're good, man. I just wanted to mention them. No, uh, no one cares. Camel anywhere. Pro fingerboards. Um, they're out of Canada. They're the best. Phil's awesome. Everybody on the team, great guys. I couldn't ask, you know, to be, you know, more cool with cool guys, I guess I could say. I don't know. I feel like I'm part of the family, I really do.
0: Of. <laughs> o- v <laughs> That's funny. Well, anyway, Dank Man of Dankwoods, I got some shows coming up this weekend. Yeah, what's going on with you? Um, I will be doing... uh, I'll be playing with the John Mountain Band on Saturday at Stakeouts for a big biker rally. I will be playing at Apple Farm Music Festival, South Jersey Music Festival on Sunday afternoon. And then the following week, I will be at a huge... Uh, festival with Robert Randolph and the family band and a bunch of other good bands in Delaware and Smyrna, Delaware. It's called Smyrna Nights. We're gonna be playing uh, this little side stage that is on uh, on like the main strip where the main stage is so you'll be able to get up close to see us and we're gonna be in this building rocking out. There's a bar and so uh, get up with us. Check out the Facebook. Check out GoochInTheMotion.com for more information Check out Dankman Man of Dankwoods. Woods. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. We love y'all. Keith, you want to sign out? Say anything to anybody? Yep.
1: Uh, shout out to everybody. Yo. Everybody makes the difference.
0: Everybody in this bitch. Peace.